Hey, Anita. Hey, Karen. How's it going? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? <laughs> I did. I did. A lot of turkey. All good a stuff. Yeah. Pumpkin pie. Yep. And we added a lot of things to be grateful for. A lot of things to be grateful for. Yes, we do. We have Joe Biden is president right now. That's so let's keep it that way. 100%. So we have a lot to talk about on this edition of True Blue Politics. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right. So, you know, we touched on this a little bit the last time, um, you know, the Moms for Liberty, quote unquote, um, and, you know, how they had some pretty significant losses, um, which yeah. was more or less a rejection of uh, what they think is the best thing for America. And yeah, I think people are really finally just tired of the whole book banning, mm-hmm. the, you know, Hitler references. You know, just the whole don't say gay or whatever, you know, the anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Parents are, are just tired of it. They want to rewrite history. They're doing it still here. But right. it's good to see parents standing up for their kids' education. Yeah, and I mean, one of the big losses um, they were talking about, um, you know, the one of my favorite uh, new opinion writers, Sarah Jones, um, and, you know, she talks specifically about uh, Virginia, Bucks County. And no, just... that's in Pennsylvania. Oh, was that in Pennsylvania? Bucks County. It's a suburb, yes, of oh, Philadelphia. okay, okay, and yeah. And it's, it's generally pretty conservative. Yeah. And it, it's it's a good um, barometer mm-hmm. of, you know, like the suburban women. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, it, it does tend, it, it leans Republican, it leans conservative. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they okay. got, the Moms for Liberty got wiped out there. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, there was this one part in this article that was really good and basically talking about how across the aisle, you know, Republicans and Democrats, you know, these parents are just completely rejecting the nonsense. You know, they just want safe places for their kids to be able to go to school. Yeah. And, and and here I'm gonna um, I want to mention something that happened in Texas mm-hmm. just recently. Bipartisan it was a bipartisan effort to um, reject school vouchers, the school mm-hmm. voucher program. Yeah, and that is a big deal because that's getting the public school system is what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was rejected. Right. I mean, it was Greg Abbott's plan. And it was thoroughly rejected in a bipartisan uh, way by, you know, because they heard from their constituents who didn't want this. Yeah, no. And they here. there's this one part here. It was So it said parents overwhelmingly perceived this movement as a direct threat to their kids' education. Yeah, this they is, do. Yeah. And uh, he, well, when you start when you start banning Rosa Parks mm-hmm. or Roberto Clemente or um, the Diary of Anne Frank, I mean, I know that's a graphic novel, but Still, it's ridiculous. Right. And parents just, you know, the Moms for Liberty doesn't represent us. No, definitely not. Yeah. So, I mean, so, you know, we do have some, you know, positive things to take away, you know, going towards the end of the year and moving into the new year and the primary season coming up and just kind of, you know, all of the indicators are 
um, just showing that we have a lot of issues that we're dealing with that, you know, I think Republicans maybe overshot the mark on thinking that it was going to be well, more. Yeah. yeah. They're so extreme. Mm-hmm. And now um, their leader, the speaker, is this Mike Johnson, MAGA Mike, mm-hmm. who represents all that extremism. Yeah. I mean, he is um, he has got a podcast mm-hmm. that him and his wife, Kelly Johnson, and they're discussing things about birth control and abortion and about um, LGBTQ. He, he, he talks a lot about gay people. He thinks mm-hmm. a lot about gay people. Yeah. It kind a of lot. like a, like an unusual amount. Yeah. So weird. It's as though there's like something he's trying to avoid somehow. Yeah. He right? really is anti-gay. But anyway, so he's – this podcast is so extreme. Mm-hmm. They even bring up – Halloween mm-hmm. and how um, it's this, you know, parents are allowing their kids to embrace the dark side. And, and, and he there was a um, some show on 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 a network, Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. where he plays the devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was so upset about that. It's not where we're at, where we're at. No. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and on its face, it's just completely nonsensical. But then when you look at, you know, the fact that this guy is in line for the presidency, you know, that here, you know, this is this is one of their top guys. Right. Well, and, he wants a national ban. Mm-hmm. He wants to he wants to overturn um, Obergefell mm-hmm. for gay marriage. Yeah. He wants to overturn Griswold which protects mm-hmm. contraception. He voted against protecting women, contraception for women. Yep, yep. When they had that up, as a matter of fact, most Republicans did. Mm-hmm. This is some, you know, he's in line with a lot of Republicans, with the majority of the Republican Party right now. Right. The Republican Party is radical. Right. They are a bunch of extremists. Right. They're not fiscal conservatives or mm-hmm. whatever. They they really just don't believe in democracy anymore. No. They want a the theocracy or... Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah, Christo-fascist theocracy, right, exactly. basically. It's and so nationalism. Yeah. And so one of the things, you know, this is one of the tenets, right? The enforcement of a Christian sexual morality and a strict gender hierarchy of men over women have not been yeah. incidental or minor themes of Johnson's career. They have been its primary goal, one he pursued doggedly through his pre-congressional life. As an attorney, he worked against gay marriage and to uphold Louisiana's criminal ban on gay sex. Yep. And he wrote briefs that described homosexuality as, quote unquote, inherently unnatural and a dangerous lifestyle, which he compared to pedophilia and bestiality. So, I mean, yeah. So anyway, it's just like it's on and on. And, you know, so we're going to mention just the the creep factor. I mean, come on. Yeah. He adopted a 15 year old kid when he was 25. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's really weird. No, yeah, and that, he, that, that him and his son um, review each other's porn. Yeah, habits. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, there's so yeah, there's so many things that just point, at, at, you know, and the fact that this is exactly who the Republican Party, you know, is right now. I don't think they want this guy representing them, but they didn't even they didn't vet him. They didn't. No, they they were desperate. I mean, this is how they got Denny Hastert, and right. you know. And we well, know what happened. happened. <laughs> yeah, we do. And very close to home here, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so, you know, Anita, like with every single um, one of our episodes, um, we do um, have links that we're going to post 
to our mm -hmm. social media and to Patreon for those people that want to jump over to Patreon. Um, so we're going to just so everybody knows, you can actually access all of these things that we're talking about. There are links yeah. to different articles that we're we're actually um, citing. Um, I had watched the uh, Chris Hayes podcast, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it, it just all I can think about is, you know, um, the fact that this is who we have as a speaker. Um, and, you know, there was um, this article in Media Matters um, about Steve Bannon, you know, in the war room and what they have planned for 2025. Yeah. And that, you know, That's these are some of the same things that were happening in the lead up to, you know, uh, us no, getting into the war. Do, what they want to do, it doesn't matter if it's Trump or whatever Republican. Mm -hmm. This these are what the plans are, and through the Heritage Foundation has yep. has come up with this twenty twenty what is it called twenty twenty five agenda twenty twenty five. It's yeah, it's pro project like yeah, it's project twenty twenty five. Yep, and it's basically where they consolidate power in the executive branch, right. And so one of the plans that they have is that as soon as Trump is installed, right, that they're going to invoke the Insurrection Act, right. And, you know, all these things, all these rights, I mean, we already know with abortion, but there's going to be a national ban on abortion. If Republicans, if, if we elect a Republican, we're going to have a national ban on abortion. That's just the way it is. I mean, right now, the next president is probably going to appoint more Supreme Court justices, too. Right. I don't know how we're ever going to get out of this unless we elect a Democrat, unless right. we reelect Joe Biden. Right. So, you know, they had... Um... Jeffrey Clark, Jeffrey Clark, Clark, right. Yeah. That he was in studio with Bannon and the Bannon interview from July. Clark also rejected the conventional wisdom in addition to, you know, implementing, invoking the Insurrection Act right away. He said in the Bannon interview from July, Clark also rejected the conventional wisdom that the Department of Justice is or should be independent from the political pressure from the White House. And Clark's telling the DOJ shouldn't be walled off as it has been by most presidents following Richard Nixon's targeting yeah. of his enemies during the Watergate scandal of the early right. 1970s. You know what jumped out at me with that, though, Anita? You know how they're always accusing Biden of, like, um, orchestrating and dictating yeah, to it's Jack? So ridiculous because Isn't it, it doesn't even make sense. They're just saying it. Yeah. They don't really, they know that's not true. Yeah. They're saying it because they want to make it, first of all, they want to justify what they're going to do. And, and then they also want to, you know, try to make this about Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. It's not about Donald Trump being a criminal. Right. It's about Joe Biden just trying to weaponize the justice system to go after his political opponent, which is ridiculous. Donald Trump asked Bill Barr to arrest Joe Biden before mm -hmm. in the 2020 election. Yeah. Two weeks before the election. Right. I mean, this guy, you know, this is what this is what they do. They they, they project everything. They know better. They're just, you know, I mean, maybe some of the, the you know, the people like we hear interviewed all the time who are just totally delusional, mm -hmm. you know, the people that follow around Donald Trump everywhere he goes and go to all his rallies, they're pretty delusional. I don't know if they, they, they don't really know anything except for what Donald Trump tells them. But these, these were the Republicans, like, you know, especially people like Ted Cruz or Josh Hawley. Those were educated guys. They know mm -hmm. better. Joe Biden isn't prosecuting him in New York. No. I mean, it's happening in New York. It's happening in Georgia. It's happening in Florida. It's happening. It's going to maybe happening in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. How is Joe Biden 
doing that. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And so that that kind of, you know, for me, you know, and I, I'm listening to you say all this, and it really, it, it goes right to that whole thing where, where um, Trump was always saying, like, you know, don't believe, you know, what you see, don't believe what you read, just, yeah, you know, know, listen to me, believe me, that you know, that, that they're coming after you. And it is, and it is, you know, and when you um, listen to uh, Chris Hayes and Rachel Maddow's uh, special That's that they Jim did. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I mean it's all of it. And so basically, Rachel talks about you know how this is the that is the autocratic that is the fascist playbook, right? Where they tell yeah. you don't believe the don't believe the trusted sources anymore. Okay, you know you, well, you can't need to the trusted sources. You can't right the trusted sources tell you what's really going on, and they can't have that. Right. Well. Right. Exactly. So you know basically what. You know what she was saying was like, don't believe the journalism, don't believe mm-hmm. uh, science, don't yeah. believe any of this. You know, you just, can't even believe what you well, see. No, no, you can't believe what you see. But you know what? Trust your feelings and trust your gut. And when I tell you what your gut should tell you, you know what? What your gut is feeling. You know, so it's very well, much telling them exactly like I'm going to save you. I'm the way for you to, you know, and those like are the said. people. Yeah, that's what Rachel, it's like said. Rachel said. Yeah, those people want that. Yes. Yeah. They no, that want was an authoritarian. They're what right. are called authoritarian followers. Right. Right. No, that's what she. Yeah, that was the whole point of what she was saying, and it ties right directly back to what you know when Trump was doing what he was doing in the, you know, the very beginning. I mean, everything. It's the lying press, Lugenpressa. You know, you can't yeah. believe any, trust any of the resources that you have well, they, trusted. You can't trust the scientists. But they have to do that, Karen. They have to do oh, that. Oh, no, I know. The press calls the, the press calls out the corruption yeah. and the crimes. If you tell them you can't believe that, you know, the New York Times or the Washington Post or, you know, mainstream media... Well, you have to do your that, own research, Anita. That's what it is. And that's what it be, is. It's he's playing yeah, on this. Research. Make sure you go to that um, Chinese cult right. rag. Um, what is it called? I forget. That's one of their resources. What, TikTok? QAnon. Oh, oh, QAnon, yeah. No, I mean, but that's. Or that's Facebook. Yeah, but that's. So, that, you know, bottom line is this is what we're up against. Okay, this is who the Republican Party is. This is who they have as their front runner. And he's. Make no doubt about it. He's got people like Steve Bannon. He's got people like Mike Flynn. No, he's got he's all. Got, he's got he's all got people smarter than him. Remember, Steve Bannon has the plans to deconstruct the um. What does he call it? Deconstruct the like break down the institutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump right now, they're they're using AI to hire like fifty thousand mm-hmm. loyalists. Right. They want to get rid of all of the bureaucracy in the federal government mm-hmm. and replace them with loyalists. And they're going to check out. They're going to go through all their you know, social media mm-hmm. to make sure they haven't said anything bad about Donald Trump. I mean, it's a really scary thing. The thing that keeps presidents from going off or, you know, is because we've always had we, we have people in place in these departments that are not partisans. Mm-hmm. And maybe there are Republicans in some Democrat administrations. These are people, they're civil servants and they stay. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're there to do the job. Right. Not to serve loyally for a, you know, a man, for a president. Right. And that's important, but they don't want that. That's, this is what authoritarians oh, do. Oh, yeah, they, no. Well, right, exactly. 
I mean, there's nothing. This is just like they have made it obvious. They're telling us what they're going to do. Right. Oh, no, without a doubt. And so, yeah, this is this. So this is it. The lights are flashing red. The alarms are going off. And this is what people really, you know, need to be aware of, that this is the risk we have situation where Donald Trump is telling us exactly what he wants to do, what he will do, should he be. So, you know, look, we are in a democracy. Everybody, you know, I hear people saying like, well, if people want to run, they should be able to run. But this is the thing. We have to recognize the what is the at play right here, the stakes right now. In other situ- circumstances, you know, where yeah. there might be some people that want to come in and run as a third party candidate or whatever, you know, uh, we're not at that point right now. I don't and, see I, the point. Especially when we know what happened in 2016. We've already seen what happened in 2016. Well, we know what happened in 2016. We know what happened in 2000. Right. Exactly. I mean, we know what happened in, um, uh, 19, what was it, 80? Yeah, John Anderson. Um, Yeah, he ran, you know, of course, he didn't really take away that many, but still. No, but I mean, but we saw what happened. Bottom line, we have, you know, 2016, we can look at where Jill Stein was able to peel off just enough votes, right? And it was so weird. Very, very, very um, same margins, just enough votes to peel away the electoral votes from Hillary Clinton. Well, that, you know, so how does that look in 2024 when we have fascism, when we have people who are telling us they're not even pretending that they want to be a normal uh, president? He's not even talking like he wants to be, you know, oh, just another, you know, guy running for president. He's telling us he wants to have this be a fascist government where well, he, he has all of the power. Not working for him. Republicans, right. democracy is not working for Republicans. No. Because they used to be able to sell us trickle down. Right. And when people stopped, when people started realizing that trickle down wasn't working, supply side economics, laissez-faire economics yep. wasn't working for them. Yep. They were still waiting for it to trickle down. Yep. They, they rejected it. Yeah. And they really don't have anything else. No. Deregulation. Nobody really cares about that. I mean, Democratic policies are way more popular. Republican policies just aren't popular. What do they have to offer? What they have to offer is hate. Right. Yeah. And why you can't go, you can go back 40 years and not name one thing that the Republicans have done that help any, anybody, you know, I mean, they don't help anybody except for their big donors and themselves. Well, yeah, they give they give big fat tax cuts to um, interna- international, you know, corporations, mm-hmm. transnational corporations and billionaires. Yeah. I mean, that's all they do. Right. That's what they're there for. Right. Well, and to cut regulations so that things we use are not as and our workplace isn't as safe. Exactly. Well, you yeah. know, and, and Anita, of course, you know, you know, this um, Jonathan Carl's new book came out, right? And yes, uh, I love that quote. Go ahead and <laughs> okay. So it you know, so uh let's see, revealed that in his book, Tired of Winning, um, someone who was previously not come out publicly against Trump dropped a bomb on the former president. And this is what he said. So he well, lacked this was somebody who worked closely with him for yes, years in the White House. Exactly. He, like a, yep. I it, wonder who that was. I'm thinking Ryan mm, Ryan's previous, but you know. Ooh, Ryan's that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Well, he was chief of staff. It's somebody that was right there. Yeah. In the room where it happened. In the room where it happened. 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, he lacks any shred of human decency, humility, or caring. The former White House official told Carl he is morally bankrupt, breathtakingly dishonest, lethally incompetent, and stunningly ignorant of virtually anything related to governing, history, geography, human events, or world affairs. He is a traitor and a malignancy in the nation and represents a clear and present danger to our democracy and the rule of law. That's exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. That encapsulates Donald Trump exactly. And from somebody who really knew him, who worked there with him yep. closely. Ex- the people that seem to, to, to be warning us the most yeah. are the people that worked with for Donald Trump. Exactly. Exactly. They saw what he did. He's not fit for office. No. I, he, didn't even, I can't believe we're even doing this again. I know. Because he's such a ridiculous person. He's so unfit. Right. It speaks to the, the Republican Party. It you know, speaks for the base of the yeah, Republican and the Party. Base. They You're don't right. really. Yep. They are, like I said, they're authoritarian followers. And um, Donald Trump tells them only I can fix it. Of course, what did he fix? Nothing. Right. I mean, right. Right. You know, he made he made a lot of chaos. Yeah. And he created more problems, and then he would pretend to fix them. Yeah. So um, Carl then explained in his interview that um, the person was in the West Wing and worked alongside Trump for more than a year at a high level. Um, yep, the, yep, yes, right? The key title yeah. is official, indicating it wasn't a staffer or aide. Hmm. See, it all fits him. Yeah, it does. It sure does. I know. Yeah. We have to get and like... remember, he humiliated Ryan's previous. They just left him a, a standing there. Yeah. You know, they took the plane, took off, and he was, they wouldn't let him out. He got out of the car, and the plane had took off without him. Yeah, wasn't his pants around his ankles, too? Could have been. Maybe I was thinking of something else. <laughs> I don't know. That happened a lot. I want to say something else real yes. quick, though, okay. about Donald Go Trump. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are saying, Joe Biden, you know, we've gotten into, we're, he's got us into two wars, which is not true. We're not in any war, mm-hmm. first of all. Right. Um, we're supporting you know, Ukraine against their, their fight against Russia, who invaded them. And we're we're still sending money to Israel. We've done this since 1948. OK, mm-hmm. nothing's changed. We're, Joe Biden is doing the same exact thing that FDR did when we supported Britain, when not they were fighting Nazi Germany. Right. So, I mean, and the stakes are kind of the same. But I also want to talk about, you know, um, the problem with the type of person that Donald Trump is, is it's this kind of this arrogance and and he runs around we've seen him like at the UN or the G20 or something like that where he just pushes people aside I mean mm-hmm. that kind of that is what gets America into trouble and into wars that kind of attitude just pushing you know everybody around pushing people around that's why we we got in, we invaded Iraq we invaded Afghanistan we're like for no reason because we could Absolutely. And so I just want to make that point because I think that's one of the things that's coming up a lot mm-hmm. is that people are you know feeling nervous because the world is, you know, in turmoil. And but Joe Biden does have the experience, you know, that comes with age. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long has he been since 1972? He's been working in Washington as a senator, vice president and then president. So, I mean, if anybody knows foreign policy. Right. There's nobody that knows foreign policy better than Joe Biden. Right. Well, no. And, and you know, we know that Joe Biden is surrounding himself. He himself has loads of experience and he's also surrounding himself with, you know, the with most qualified people. people. Yeah. That yeah, actually, yes, have served and, you know, are experts and, and, and in the roles. Right. They're in, very smart. Yep. 
Exactly. I mean, we don't want to go back to having um, like Rudy Rick Giuliani. Perry. How about like Rudy Giuliani? You Rudy know, Giuliani. who went to Ukraine and was trying to dig up dirt on oh. Joe Biden and Hunter. Yeah. And who was what about? Source? Yeah. Wait. Who what was, was the source? Karen. What happened? Yeah. What was Who's it? Who's Rudy Giuliani's source? What was it? The Ukrainian lawmaker with ties to Giuliani who was arrested on treason charges? Yeah. Do you remember? I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. He was arrested because he was working. He was passing on information, disinformation to people like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Exactly. So he was a pro-Russian Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. And the Ukrainians arrested him because... You know, and he's the guy who was sending the disinformation about Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. That's where all that stuff comes from. Yep. So, I mean, that's how. And yet there's, you know, James Comer is going to. That's a whole new episode, a whole new podcast. actually. <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> James Comer. No, no. And, and I don't want to give it any kind of legitimacy right now, but um, it's just such a joke. This, along with all future episodes of True Blue Politics, are sponsored by our wonderful True Blue crew of listeners and our supporters on Patreon. As a small startup podcast, our Patreon members help us pay the bills to keep the ship sailing smoothly and also allow us to keep investing in equipment upgrades for even better quality content in the future. Yeah, everybody who signs up on Patreon, there's a lot of perks that come along with it. We have things like getting your name in the credits of the episode or um, even being shouted out during the actual episode. The bottom line is that Patreon supporters um, really do keep everything running smoothly here for the podcast. All, all the costs that are involved with the creation of this podcast are entirely funded by our supporters and, you know, out of pocket as well. So we're, we're, we're a small podcast right now. We're poor. <laughs> we're so poor. <laughs> if all of those things that Jimmy just mentioned interest you, at all, please, please, please go visit us in the Patreon app or at patreon.com backslash true blue politics podcast. That is P A T R E O N dot com backslash T R U B L U politics podcast. And as always, thank you so very much for all your love and support. We'll kind of circle around, but, you know, so you speaking of, you know, Hunter Biden, so there's one thing, you know, and this is kind of like the little things that we want to touch on, the hard Sorry. break segment of uh, our podcast. Yeah. So, okay. um, yeah, so basically um, Hunter Biden has officially filed a motion to subpoena Donald Trump, Bill Barr, Richard Donahue, and Jeffrey Rosen. Barr, Donahue, and Rosen are former Trump Department of Justice officials. And I don't know about you, Anita, but I say... Good on you. Yeah, good on you, but he's never going to show up. No, but you know what? To me, it's like, do well, I don't it. Know. Is it for, is right. it for a deposition? Um, I believe. Yeah, I think that yeah. is. Yeah, he's going to yeah. have to show up. Yeah, yep. he's going to have to. That's a smart move. That's mm-hmm. a smart move. Think about it. No, it is. I, Sorry, my dog. I, listen, and I just, I think, you know, whatever, throw, you just do it all. Do it all. Um, yeah, and, no, I'm glad to see Hunter Biden fighting back like that. Yep. Because this is, it's what they've done to his life. I mean, they've yeah. just... No, it's despicable. So it's absolutely disgusting. And then you have the people on the other side, you know, like Trump's kids. Oh, leave the children yeah. alone. You know, and it's like, I know. fuck that. And all the, the foreign <laughs> money that was pouring into the Trumps, even yeah. when he was in the White House. Right. And you guys were worried about Joe Biden. And, and first of all, Joe Biden's son 
you know, making money, which is not illegal, by the way. No. You can make money in other countries. Yes. That's not illegal. He didn't work in the White House. Yes, you can. So, yeah. what's with a private citizen. Yeah. So all of a sudden they don't believe in capitalism and the free market and people can do whatever, you know, what they want to no, do. No, they don't believe that. that. No, they don't believe no, any they don't of believe it. any of that. Exactly. They don't believe anything. They really have no principles. Yeah. They're full of shit. Um, ex-officer Derek Chauvin, convicted in George Floyd's killing, was stabbed in prison, AP source says. So um, apparently yeah. he was in a high um, security prison in Minnesota, and then they uh, transferred him to a medium security prison in Arizona, what, thinking that somehow he would be safer there. So, yeah, yeah I just wanted to kind of mention that is like this is somewhat breaking news, but, um, yeah, we don't. So. I mean, I don't want him to be stabbed. I think that's yeah. horrible, but. Yeah. I mean, look, people should be safe in prison. You know, you're serving your sentence and you should be safe in prison. But I guarantee you, Derek Chauvin didn't give it one fucking thought, uh, you know, to care less about anybody who is, you know, um, gone through the legal process and then, you know, um, had, you know, was abused. I mean, he was he's he's a disgusting, disgusting person. So he's a murderer. He's a murderer. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So moving on, um, we are at that point. um, What are the topics that we should be talking to our friends and relatives about? And um, one of the things that came up was, and that I am very grateful for, is the fact that um, President Biden has helped in the process in uh, between Hamas and Israel to uh, have yes, he got a, a pause, a ceasefire, cease right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they're releasing hostages. I don't know if any were released today. They, but I, they, I, thirteen were released yesterday. Yeah, I believe there were some released um, today. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So that means, see, the, the, for every day, you know, every day that they release hostages, they get the the pause is extended. So as long as this, you know, they're releasing hostages. They're going to continue the ceasefire, which right. helps get humanitarian aid, which is much needed. And because Hamas is using a lot of the stuff that, that you know, right. any, any kind of commodities they have is being used by Hamas mm-hmm. to attack Israel. Right. And I mean, and I think that, you know, what what we need to remember, too, and it didn't get a lot of play because there was so much else going on. But, um, you know, I when I was kind of looking um, at some of these articles, um surrounding the ceasefire, an article came up from May 17th, 2021, um, and it was Biden tells Netanyahu U.S. supports ceasefire as Israel-Hamas conflict escalates. And so in that particular skirmish between Israel and Hamas, you know, so yeah, there were, it was Hamas launched rockets into Israel. And at mm-hmm. that time, President Biden did not say anything like about, you know, well, Israel's right to defend itself. He basically said, we need peace. We need to have a, pa- you know, have a ceasefire this time around. So people need to understand when they call President Biden bloodthirsty. OK, this is the problem. He is not bloodthirsty, as evidenced by his his actions no, in 2021. Right. What he deaths absolutely. as much as possible. Absolutely. Given the and fact the only way he can do that. Yep. The only way he can do that, Karen. Yes. Is by having leverage with Netanyahu. He embraced him. Yes. So that he would have some um legitimacy in when he when he a credibility when he approached Netanyahu with or tried to, you know, 
keep him from going too far. Right. Netanyahu, I mean, Joe Biden doesn't like Netanyahu, but no. he knows that he has to, you know, have some influence on him right now. Right. But this is not our war. No, no. And I see, I think what it is and what people need to understand is that because President Biden is so adept and understands exactly um, diplomacy and yeah, having diplomacy. to massage situations, okay, my, my whole point is this. He clearly does not want conflict over there. He clearly is not bloodthirsty, as evidenced by the fact that two years ago he called for a ceasefire. Okay, he and so hold, hey, yeah, exactly. He's he got not, us he's right. Not a no, not at all. He got us out of Afghanistan. The situation this time around was Hamas, who is the recognized government of Gaza. It launched a terror attack, came across the border and slaughtered innocent yeah. Israeli citizens. So there has to be a response. And President Biden has, as evidenced by his talks with Netanyahu, as evidenced by his talks with other leaders in the surrounding Arab nations, he has tried to quell the rhetoric and he has tried to negotiate through what we are yeah. seeing right now today. Thank you, Joe Biden. Yeah. Anybody that, you know, call, like you, oh, you've seen this genocide, Joe, yeah. doesn't know what they're talking about. He is doing exactly it. He's handling it exactly right. Why? Because Israel had to do something. Right. 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 I mean, could they have just, and as a, as a matter of fact, Hamas has promised to do October 7th again and again. The fact that they're there and they're, you know, negotiating and they're releasing hostages. Okay. Okay. We have to, you know, as it comes, we have to move through it. So yeah, praying, hoping, sending love and light that this continues and that we're moving in the right direction and towards peace, because that is, we need to have peace in the, you know, between yeah. these two countries, um, yeah, or between these two solution, regions. It is, but, it is, um, it is. It needs a two-state solution. Yep. And that's not going to happen as long as Netanyahu's there and as long as, as the mosque is there. That's right. Absolutely. Both of those have to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so hopefully, you know, we are going to do the right thing in 2025 and we will um, move forward. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, so yeah, Netanyahu's not going to last. No, he's no. He's going to be gone as he's, soon as they can get rid of him. Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to be gone. Yeah. Um, so um, the next thing was the UAW. Um, I thought this is it's huge news. So Volkswagen follows yeah, other yeah Honda. so yeah so here so Volkswagen follows other non-union automakers and hike wages 11% for US factory workers. So now because of all of the good work that Biden did with the UAW and and you know showing support well, for UAW them and the UAW the, did the work. Sean Fain, yep. I mean you got to give him yep. props. Absolutely. It was amazing. He got a 25% pay increase. Absolutely. Fully funded pensions. I mean all that stuff that was taken away from them in 2008 with yep. the, you know, bailout. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was, yeah. So Volkswagen Group said on Wednesday that they were going to hike salaries. Uh, yep. Let's see. Uh, yep. Japanese automakers, Honda, Honda Toyota, mm -hmm. Nissan. They're also, yep. yep. And that's what, that's what unions do. They, they, raise, uh, they raise wages for all of us, even mm -hmm. if you don't work in a union plant. Yep. Even non-union workers make more yep. because of unions. Yeah, and Hyundai Motor Company did. Um oh here yep. here's this is interesting. The Elon Musk led company, Tesla, yeah, which Tesla. enjoys an operating profit advantage over other automakers, has not announced any salary hikes in the US. Huh. Yeah, they talked about <laughs> Tesla. Yeah, Tesla's gonna be the 
but they're hurting. Tesla's hurting. Yeah. And well. pretty soon they're, they're not going to get be able to get qualified uh, employees mm-hmm. because there's so many problems with Tesla. Right. That's why he's in Texas now. Yeah. And Tesla's, yeah, tanking. So, yeah. So I have a little poem for uh, Elon Musk. You ready for it? Okay. Yes, please. I want to hear this. Ha, 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 fucker. Wow, that was beautiful. Is that beautiful? That was profound. Yeah, well, there you go. You're welcome. Would you, would you write that down for me? I'm going to. I'm going to send it to you. Girl. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, listen, Um. so some other good news. I think we have time for this. Um. <clears throat> so, we've got, Uh. so this is Reuters. Yeah, and you know, the headline is kind of, I don't know how we feel about it, but Biden's economic scorecard touts fragile advantage. Um, But here, they list it. Okay, so we have number one. Anita, are you ready? Mm -hmm. American Rescue Plan Act. Yep. We've got Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. Yep. CHIPS Act. Inflation. And that's bringing jobs, manufacturing jobs, homes, semiconductor manufacturing home from China. Those yep. jobs are coming home. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So if you want to compete with China, by the way, for the first time in 40 years, we have a higher GDP than China. That's what Bidenomics is doing. There you go. Um, number four, Inflation Reduction Act. Labor yep, and inflation is going down. Mm-hmm. Labor market, Americans aged 25 to 54 are working at the highest rate in two decades. And Biden has deemed himself the most pro-union president in U.S. history. But they're not just working, Karen. Mm-hmm. Wages are up yep. past inflation. Yep. So over yep. inflation, in other words, wage increases are more than inflation is. They're surmounting. And the people yeah. that are getting the higher, the income inequality is shrinking. Right. Because the people that are being helped the most or at the lowest income bracket. And right. that is good for all of us. Yeah. That's good for our economy when people have money to spend. That's what keeps our economy going. Yeah. We're a supply and demand economy. Right. Right. Okay. So here, here. Okay. So it's Reuters. Okay. Just so they they basically are scoring these things. Okay. So in giving verdicts, right? So on mm-hmm. how so inflation, they say Biden loss. What do you think about that? It's a loss. They're, yeah, they're, they're saying, saying they're saying that it's so. And while inflation has come down to three point seven percent annual rate in September from the peak of nine percent in June twenty twenty two, the recovery is far from over. Okay, well, well how I mean, the hell yes, is that's true? But you know why? But they don't give it context. You're right. The reason why there's inflation is because we're just coming out of a pandemic. Exactly. That killed millions of people. Yeah. Okay. It shut down the whole world. Our economy is doing better. We have lower inflation yep. than any other large economic, large economy country. Yep. We have we have higher GDP. We are recovering way faster than any other country with a large economy. All like in the G seven, we are doing better, and we're keeping inflation, you know, lower than anybody else. And we're we, our GDP was four point nine percent last mm-hmm. quarter. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, our unemployment is under 4%. It's been under 4% for, I can't remember how long now. The right. lowest has been in 50 years. Right, right. Wages are up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so we've- Workers' rights are up. Right. And and look, and the things that now, you know, the, again, this is Reuters, and they're, you know, they're giving some, you know, scoring these things, right? And yeah, they don't so, want to sound like they're too- yeah, yeah. Right. So here we go. So student loans, they're saying it's a loss. Okay. What can we talk about with student loans? 
What happened well, with student loans? Well, the uh, Republicans contested it, and that's why it got, um, you know, overruled. It got, it got stopped. Right. Because, you know, conservative judges were, um, I mean, Republicans went to conservative judges and got them to stop right. the, um, the program, the Biden program. And right now, by the way, he's still forgiving student loans. Right. I can't remember, 800,000 of student loan debt, of people with student loan debt, he has, he has eliminated their debt. Right. Because he's going around, I, I can't remember what, you know, how he's doing it, but he's going around and, and you have to have like been paying for a couple years. Right. And be on time and stuff like that. Right. So, and, ba- um, so basically he found some workarounds, right? Yeah, he found a workaround. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, he's yeah. trying. Republicans yep. are trying to stop stop Joe Biden, stop any any help right. going to Americans. Right. The only thing they want is giant tax cuts for multinational corporations and big billionaire donors to the Republican Party. That's right. all they want. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want anything going to you. And when they complain about deficits, right. The deficits are almost all driven mm-hmm. by Republican tax cuts for the wealthy and the permanent corporate tax cut that Donald Trump enacted. Yeah. With Republicans. Yeah. Right. So they're just bad. They're yeah. bad at the economy. Yeah. It's not just that they have they just have bad ideas. Mm-hmm. It's not just that they're bad on everything, you know, they're full, you know, policies that are discriminatory. Right. It's they're just a, bad at everything. They're bad at everything. And anything that, you know, Democrats try and do, you know, to help people and to, you know, I mean, my God, you know, I'm, I'm in real estate. And I mean, I can't even tell you the number one obstacle for um, home buyers to mm-hmm. have to achieving home ownership is um, insurmountable student loan debt that they can't negotiate, they can't file bankruptcy, they can't just, you know, I mean, this is, it, it is the number one. And so then that just goes in. So when they start talking about, oh, the housing market and all this other stuff, it's like, oh my God, my head just explodes. I'm like- Yeah, they have this, this huge student debt and it's bad for the economy. All these people that are like, yeah. that, oh, we can't afford that. We can't afford to pay off student debt. Well, guess what? We can't afford not to. Right, exactly. And then, These and then, are paying way more than you or I right. paid or our parents paid to go to college, where you could work at McDonald's. Yep. And pay your way through college. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, when when these kids are able to buy homes, they're able to buy houses, they're able to, you know, buy things. Right. It's better for all of us. Right. We have, like I said, we have a supply and demand economy. Yeah. Exactly. So um, we're going into, you know, we just got through Thanksgiving. We're going to be going into the thick of, you know, holidays. And on that note, I know you're tired. We had a busy, busy Thanksgiving, long weekend. weekend. It's not even over. It's not even over. It's Saturday night. We should be, we should be out there partying. We should be out there dancing. No, No, we shouldn't. We should be in bed. Well, I know that's because we're old and crusty we're now old. we're old and, we're old and crusty so anyway but anita you know it's been great talking to you tonight and it's been uh, great talking to you karen i'm gonna we'll talk again yep i'm gonna see you guys all right bye anita bye karen
special shout out this week to Bob Ferguson. Thank you so much, Bob, for becoming a Patreon supporter at the $20 level. Mwah!